Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained, the official podcast of PSU.com. This is uh, episode 170 and we'll be talking E3, uh, all our expectations, our dreams, our creeping dread. Will the console race be blown wide open by a bomb dropping Microsoft or will Scorpio simply just bomb? Can Sony continue to do its victory lap or will they double down on delivering the goods and keeping up this lead? And then, of course, you have the publishers, uh, which celebrity guests will provide us with uh, an awkward moment to cherish for the next year and probably Ubisoft. Uh, will EA show anything genuine in their trailers? Uh, will Ubisoft play it too safe, having told us half the lineup already? Will Square announce another fan favorite title that we won't see for a decade? Or will Konami steal the show with Metal Gear Survive? The answers to some of these are no, and you probably know what happens. We'll be discussing all the main players and more for the next hour to 90 minutes. Um, joining me, Neil Bolt, on this endeavor, are my esteemed PlayStation Universe, that's psu.com, go visit the site, colleagues, uh, Ben Schillerbeer-Hall. Hello, Ben. Hello, everyone. I was just busy visiting playstationuniverse.com, the home of PlayStation news and information. For all your needs, especially in this time, E3. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could agree with that. You should always check that site out, that PlayStation Universe, aka PSU.com. Yes. Um, and also joining me is Gary Bagdasaro. How are you doing, Gary? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. How about you guys? Oh, we're good. We're just uh, reveling in all this. It's PSU.com. It's, uh, oh, yeah, of course. Fine, of course. fine stuff. <laughs> no shame. For, for all your PlayStation gaming needs. Um, and rounding off our team is we had to have this man on a podcast like this because he's damn articulate we've got Tim Noons I've also heard he's been (laughs) in PlayStationUniverse.com for quite a while now oh my god he is in fact a very esteemed writer on PlayStation Universe (laughs) aka PlayStation.com and he has been known to have forgotten PlayStation Unchained the official podcast of PSU.com um, how you doing, Tim? I'm doing well. I can't. Okay, I'm doing well. I'm doing really well, actually. Well, uh, thanks, good. Come on, let's keep this professional. I'm, I'm doing fantastic. Um, I, I'm ready for the whole E3 show, if you will. You know, the, the circus that is E3. Even though you know you get to find out more and more about it before the show arrives year on year. I mean, like we said, Ubisoft pretty much telling us what they're doing and what they're not doing straight away which is nice because it means you don't have to watch necessarily at least but um yeah it's gonna be great we're gonna we're gonna spend a lot of time talking about what's gonna be great what's not gonna be great and we'll probably focus on nintendo far too much i'd imagine Uh, that that seems to be the norm (laughs) hey hey don't hate it's not hate but you know we are playstation universe based at just don't hate, just master. Wait. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, um, there's Monster before... Hunter coming, and I'm fine. I'm, uh, I'm done. That's all <laughs> yeah, I got to say. Well, you know, the, talking of that, you know, that's one of the things we may talk about because it may not just be coming to Nintendo. So <laughs> we'll see. But before we go into the E3 talk, um, we'll do some of our other features a bit earlier. Not what we've been playing because who cares about that? But we'll do. Um, our predictions. Um, last week, of course, we all predicted what we thought 
Tekken 7 would score this week. Um, I say all of us. There was only me, Ben, and Gary. So it's us three. Um, in the end, Tekken 7 ended up scoring 82. Ben, you were two points out, unfortunately, on 80. For Gary, me, that was you were... the closest I've ever been. I, I know. I mean, for most of the week, you were, you were on, <laughs> on, you were there. You could have got something out of it. But uh, Gary, you were two points out on the other side by uh, getting 84. Guess who has two thumbs and scored exactly right for this week? Me. Bob Kelso. <laughs> Bob Kelso. <laughs> <laughs> Reference. Um, yes. Yeah, so just, just to update the, uh, the old scorecard, and please don't mind if I sound a little smug. It's just pure coincidence. Uh, at the bottom, Ben and Alfonso were two points. Mike, two and a half points. Gary, three points. And runaway leader with seven and a half points now on the review score predictions is me. So uh, can I get this lead even higher? We sh- shall see. This week, uh, we're doing Wipeout Omega Collection, which is, of course, the f- second time I think they've remastered these games, uh, the old Wipeout games and Hey, which is cool. That's great. They're great games. So it may be a little easier to guess what sort of ballpark we're thinking score-wise here. And maybe some of us might have played it at some point. But we're not saying who. Because, you know, embargoes. We respect embargoes. Tim? I think everyone at PlayStationUniverse.com respects embargoes. We do, especially when we're reviewing games on PlayStation Universe at PSU.com. Tim, if you were reviewing Wipeout Omega Collection for PSU.com, what do you think it would get? Oh, man. It's it's really tough. Uh, I, I'd have to say, like, if this were something that I've played, you know, numerous times on numerous things and kind of love them no matter what, every time. Um, but this would be maybe, like, hypothetically my third or fourth time around with some of these. Um I don't know, it looks so good though. It does. <sighs> Very much so. I mean, like, the whole formula is so good and I'm just expecting it to be everything it's been. Oh man. There's something rather timeless about it, I think, which is strange to say, but you know, for a futuristic racer, but uh yeah, it works. And it just you don't really need to change too much each time and yeah, it's great in that regard. I'm liking 84. 84. 84 is solid. In, in the modern age of gaming, 84 is more than respectable. That's my go-to um, number. <laughs> 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 so, Gary, <laughs> what about you? I'm going to go with 81. 81. Which, um, yeah, is the average score of Rhyme that uh, we reviewed on PSU.com just a few weeks ago and gave 9.5. Um, ben, play that. it's a Well, game. I put it in my magic random generator again, and it's come up with... <laughs> oh, God. Please say two. <laughs> 99. <laughs> 99. I would love to see that happen. <laughs> I don't think a random generator is very random, Ben. I think no. we the high <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But as we said a few weeks ago, the only time Ben's had a low number was the only week he 
one. <laughs> I just don't hate games like that. Uh, that's it. Hey, you apparently <laughs> love every single game ever made. <laughs> <laughs> he loves every game of PS2. Uh, I'm gonna... That's yeah. it, he does. <laughs> right. Um, I'm going to go with 85 just because. You... Yeah. It's my go to number for games that are good but aren't the best because they've been out before. Uh, and so, yeah. There we go. That's what we're going for. Uh, we shall see you next week who was right and just a quick plug to say if you haven't already you know chili's clues wrestling predictions extreme rules will also be around this weekend on yes. playstation uh, podcast stream site whatever you want to call it i don't know Podbean. that's it it's there um though if we time this right this should go on a day or two after that so by that time the pay-per-view is finished but hey you know why not see if we were right that's yeah, the best fun of it. Who knows? We might have got it right and spoiled the whole night for you, so wait until we wait till you've watched it. Then yeah, come laugh at our it. crazy that's madness. <laughs> right, let's uh, get back on the track we were going for, which is E3. Now, we'll sort of go in order, which means we may have to talk about Microsoft before we talk about Sony, because Sony are, like, Monday, I think, on E3. Um, By the way, guys, so as is now here... I'm thinking of recording our E3. If we have a little chat open for E3, because I'm sure we will. I'm thinking about recording it so that we where we can use it as like a mini off-the-wall podcast. Oh, my God. You realise, Ben, that one, I'll be drinking. Two, it'll be late at night. And three, I swear a lot. Yeah, that's why I <laughs> hope to make it it'd be a lot of fun. He did say off-the-wall. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah, be a, a standard episode. We'll put a, sort of a 18-plus warning. For a place, for a, for a podcast called Unchained, which is there. <laughs> and here we are talking about how we got to we tone it down normally. <laughs> so. Right. Um, yes, but yeah, uh, we are, are trying to keep in line with what the message of PSU.com is. To be fair, so this is why. Um, let's start with EA because they want to have their thing on before the actual show, which is becoming more of a thing as well they'll have their own thing and before we get into anything else on, on ea's uh games i'm gonna ask the question what happened to Fay, which was the indie game that they showed off last year you know because uh, in the year before that they showed off unravel which came out the next year but Fay, they showed it off at e3 never seen it again very strange i don't yeah, even remember what good. it is wait you were working at the time, to be fair, and they just dumped it in the middle and said, hey, here's the, this indie game this year we're doing, and that was it. They probably yeah. got working on Star Wars or something. It's like everyone else. Um, okay, so EA, we know they'll have Star Wars Battlefront 2. Uh, apparently, they're showing off one big-ass multiplayer match as part of their uh, big show-stopping moment. So they're saying they're going to do at least least one genuine live thing this year so that's cool um need for speed will be there with um whatever need for speed and the furious i think they're calling it don't. this year don't <laughs> don't do that don't do that <laughs> i did it too late uh which is strange really because they already tried that with the movie so it's uh of need for speed not fast and the furious 
God, so this the world game is now based on the movie. So the movie's based yes, on Fast and the Furious came out of like Need for Speed Underground, and now this is yeah, it's weird. It, it's like some <laughs> weird circle of weirdness. Um, yeah, there's other things expected. Bioware have supposedly got something probably the last thing before they're dragged out the back and you know put out to pasture. And yeah, I think the main thing for Sony that may be new is that FIFA will now be a uh, PlayStation centric thing, whereas it's been Microsoft centric for the last few years. Which, you know, when we go to it later, that you know, Sony are grabbing up a lot of these little, you know, deals with publishers, and that's uh, going to be interesting for other companies. <clears throat> so, I'll go around. Uh, anything we're looking forward to with? EAs uh, or anything we hope to see. So, Tim, anything here that's tickling your fancy and is there oh. anything you hope? I mean, EA, uh, I'm just going to go with the Battlefront thing and only say that I was looking forward to Battlefront mm-hmm. and it was mediocre. I mean, if I had been, yeah. if I had been either unexpectant of the reversed one or the, the first redo, or whatever you'd call it. Uh, if I had been unexpectant of it or cynical, I probably would have been more okay with it. But I was excited because they made it exciting looking. And they put the premise on this very uh, redundantly exciting sort of front. So I was, I was on board. And I wasn't on long before I jumped ship. Uh, I mean, I, I liked it, but it wasn't a uh, keep me here kind of thing. Yeah. I Whereas think actually, the original was that. Like I, I would go... Uh, I don't think it was the first one. I think it was Battlefield 2. I'd go over to my friend's house during my first couple years of college and we'd be there until like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning just ruining things. And I missed that. And I didn't get that from this. Yeah. It was like... It had like a little of it. It was like... um. Like getting a snack-sized portion of something you enjoy. It's like, yeah. It's like, okay, I see it. Yeah, I see what was there before, but not enough of it. I, I need more than this. And I think, you know, I think I gave it 6.5 back in the day. Because I just said, it, you know, what's there is fundamentally fine. Just there's not yeah. enough of it. And, you know, cynically, there it wasn't enough because they just hid it in a season pass and dragged it out for the whole time. And, yeah, they promised different of course this time and promise there'll be more to it so if we can be expecting of that but then they're yeah, still going to do other stuff so yeah, it's still EA the, you know you can only go uh, as we always say with EA it's like whenever they say something positive that means they've changed something else to make a negative it's they, they, they can't they can't exist in a world where they're doing everything good and nice and clean and wholesome they, they have to be doing something shitty it's right sadly the way of it I mean then they're, they're no different to other companies. In some regards, it's just they're a bit too open with it. I think, but uh, most most of their audience for most of their games don't care, so they they kind of get away with it. Uh, I, I guess I could see some Battlefield stuff happening too, uh, like another piece of DLC that they're going to be bringing out. Yeah, but I mean, I'm so, not too yeah, excited about that. that. I'm more excited about Battlefront Two. And I'm, not, there, not, there it is again. I'm probably laying a trap. My, on my own, but <laughs> eh. you are your own Admiral Akbar in this situation. 
or Anakin Skywalker, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. <laughs> God, so bad. So so. Um, incidentally, watched Rogue One last week. Very good. Just so. Oh, you um, just saw it. Just so, yeah, yeah. I am the man with a hot take. Six months too late. Always. That's uh, when it comes to movies and things. Anything outside of video games, my my takes are very much icebergs. Yeah. It's uh, a sad fact, but you know you, you can't focus on everything. Yeah, I mean, once. I can relate to that, but that was one of the movies we see one a year usually in theaters. Yeah, and then after that, we either don't see it for a couple of years or somebody forces us to watch it. And we got to <laughs> see we, that was our one movie last year, so we got to see that one right away. Yeah, uh, I mean, mine—I can't remember what mine was, but uh, so mine's generally like, oh, we'll see one, which is annoying in this modern era of like every comic book movie coming out. And it's like, oh, all right, we'll see one. Okay, we're not seeing that one. Not seeing that one. Bugger. It's like, and then you just everyone's kind of ruined it for you by the time you. Anyway, let's uh, yeah, switch sure. back on. <laughs> um, what about Bioware? We're expecting something from them. That isn't Mass Effect or Dragon Age, though it could probably be Dragon Age, if we're honest. Um, <laughs> excited for anything new from them? Uh, I don't know about new, but there are rumors that they're going to be working on Coder again. Hmm. And an announcement like that, I think, would be pretty huge. I don't see it happening because people like it. So, eh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, so they've been redo. They've been re-releasing that stuff on phones and Steam and all over the place. So there's always a possibility. So it's a good chance that it's basically EA's conference is going to be another Star Wars day at this rate, because you know there's obviously the other Star Wars game in there somewhere. I'd imagine that's supposed to be coming. So hmm, we we shall see. Whatever um, sells, huh? Yeah, that's it. You know, it's. I mean, Star Wars, Disney, and EA. doesn't that say at all? It's just it's, it's mad that Disney can work with EA and get games out within a year, whereas you know Square Enix. Well, uh, oh god, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> uh, brilliant. Anyway, um, other guys here. So Ben, what about you? Anything tickle your fancy at EA? Oh, I'm really excited for the Fifas. Yeah, yeah. I hope that guy you, from that year. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I genuinely do. That was, that was still one of my favourite E3 things, just taking the piss out of Pele. Yeah, I hope he's Pele's is... back because he was one of the best things about E3 that year. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. He definitely... um, that's about it. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> good, that's some good insight there. Then. <laughs> I don't really care about any mostly of EA games. Yes, I'm looking forward to Battlefront, but not enough to be hyped enough to watch a load of videos. I'm hyped enough to buy it as it is. It's probably for the best. Ignorance is bliss, I think, before yeah. a lot of games nowadays. Yeah, I know well, that yeah, very much. Just yeah. games, not politics. That's my only jab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that, that, that's that's a fair comment. <laughs> <laughs> that's my only jab. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we you sure you can't find today. those jabs at PlayStationUniverse.com. The home of. <laughs> <laughs> No, we don't really have any political allegiance on PlayStation Universe. Well, except for the political allegiance of Sony at PlayStationUniverse.com. Yes. We like our Sonys. Yeah. That's, our, that's our allegiance and agenda. Stephen Williams for president of the world. <laughs> uh, anyway, Gary, what about you? Anything here for you? 
Uh, with EA, not really, no. That's, <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, I, <laughs> I'm not too excited to see the heavily scripted multiplayer gameplay they're going to show for Battlefront 2. Oh, oh God, they're going to do the cringy, cringy voice chat shit, aren't they? Where real <laughs> people... I'm using air quotes for anyone that can't see, of course. I'm using air quotes right now and saying, you know, where they use real people to have a voice chat. And uh, it's... Just Christ, it's just yuck. I think well, who did it the other year? They're going to show off this amazing multiplayer match that no one will ever have at any point in time playing that game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so there's that. Um, I'm hoping for something with the Dragon Age. I really am. Ooh. Um, mm. I love Dragon Age, but I don't think they'll show anything simply because. They're so early into Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, I, I don't know. That didn't do yeah. quite as well as people thought it would. So they might be trying to... They might. Or they'll start to be like, oh, look, uh, Andromeda has some DLC that'll make it worth it or something. I don't know. Or were the problems it had because they were working on two things at once. <laughs> I mean, now might be a great chance for them to show off the trilogy, the HD trilogy that's been rumored for so long. I'm slowly saying this new IP from Bioware will be a mix of Dragon Age and Mass Effect and have the exact same plot of every other Bioware game ever made. Perfect. Still sells. (laughs) (laughs) From the makers of Dragon Age and Mass Effect comes insert title here. Just make sure Iron Bull is in it because that man can charm the pants off me. (laughs) (laughs) There's just a get every picture of Ironball with a sticker that says, I'm, I'm, sticker of Ironball at the bottom, Ironball approved. It's just thumbs up and winking at you. But outside of that, um, I'm hoping to see the that um, Visceral Star Wars game that Visceral has been working on with Amy Henning. That one... Do we get to say, do we get to say Visceral in air quotes now? Because it's a name rather than... <laughs> People. Much like any of uh, EA's little little companies, like Criterion, and that is like where they're not. It's nice you've got a name, we get it, but you're not um, there. <laughs> I, if, if you want to, but I am actually looking forward to that one because I'm all for single player Star Wars. Um, well, if they got Henning and Raymond on it, then yeah, I mean that's yeah, whatever Visceral are now, they've got those people there. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. It can only yeah. be a good thing. It uh, just depends how much uh, leeway they get with making their own story, I suppose. Yeah, but then again, I don't see them showing off two Star Wars games. Right? Uh, they, yeah, they could be three, maybe four Star Wars games they're showing off. Being EA, yeah, I don't think they'd have the uh, subtlety to sort of not show them all. I mean, I definitely wouldn't be surprised if they announce uh, the Old Republic for consoles this year. Um, everybody's releasing their MMOs on consoles, and I wouldn't be surprised if this one comes sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah. I mean, considering as you're right, it's like, it is getting easier and easier to do that with MMOs now. So, yeah, why not? Yeah, I, I agree on that one. Cool. So we've done EA. So we've got to go to Microsoft next because they are the next. They are so confident about Scorpio that they're going on before Sony because that's that's never. Ever blown up in their face before, ever, 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 ever. 
there wasn't a time where all their practices that they wanted for the Xbox One got used against them, you know, that sort of thing. And uh, Sony basically won out and are in the position they're in now because they had that head start of uh, what, knowing what Microsoft had ballsed up. So we know what Microsoft is showing. They're showing the Scorpio. They're showing Crackdown. They're showing Sea of Thieves. But what else are they showing? What are they going to have that is going to blow open the console race? But Or are they even going to do that? Gary? <laughs> um, it's really hard for me to say because they don't have a lot of IPs that are worth anything. Um, their biggest <laughs> IPs and have come out last year um, outside of Halo, obviously. And they already said Halo was not going to be there. Or Halo 6, for that matter, I should say. Um, hmm. It's really hard for me to say. I, I don't think they're going to spend too much time talking about the hardware of Scorpio because they already did that with that Scorpio event, which I thought was a great idea because this leaves them out to, to talk about software, which is something they really need to talk about, this software. Um, yeah. But it's really hard. I mean, I could see them potentially reviving old franchises like maybe perfect dark um since they have rare now but obviously they're going to spread rare thin rare is already a shadow of itself yeah um, exactly yeah we were just saying that about visceral it's like rare aren't rare in, in anything but name either it's a, uh, and the, the CFU is like their first console game in years <laughs> proper game the only real big thing I can see them doing is maybe announcing a Battletoads game. I think that'll get people really hyped up. Um, I know people have wanted it for a long time. They've teased it for a long time, and then they decided to do that Rare Collection instead. Um, you could see a new Banjo game. Um, I know they have the license to that. Um, but honestly... <sighs> I guess the, the only big surprise for me would be if they got another timed exclusive on their hands, potentially the next Tomb Raider again. Uh, yeah, but probably it, it's just not a system seller, is it? Let's be honest. It's like Square, you know, already have this whole misery guts thing about anything that isn't Japanese made, you know, from them. And then nothing's a success unless it sells more than everything else out there. Yeah, like we said, whereas you know they're happy, they're ecstatic if Final Fantasy game sells a million copies, which is just daft. But, yeah, um, I mean, like I said, they have franchises, but their franchises outside of Halo and Gilders of War are not really popular. And Halo is on the decline, quite clearly. Like whether you like it or not, it is just. Yeah, it is definitely taking a dip in terms of popularity. Yeah, I mean, they, they could still throw out some shockers out there. I mean, they could get, like Sony has done for the longest time now, uh, exclusive content for their games, third-party games at least. Hmm. Um, but I think they, I they could... I can't name a single game that ha- they can do that, though, with that's for, you know, that hasn't already been confirmed as Sony. Yeah, because you have COD, but FIFA, thought... apparently, this year. Yeah, Battlefront, uh, Destiny, Destiny, all the FIFA. big, big, you know, yeah. That's what I mean. All these big games. Yeah, FIFA, as I said, is very high, heavily rumored to be switching its allegiance yeah. this year as well. So that's all the 
big big games um, and having well, exclusive content there Red and Dead. commercial stuff there. They so could do Red Dead. No, Red, Red Dead 2's already confirmed Sony. Is it confirmed Sony? Okay, well, how about, awesome. the, how about the Final Fantasy VII remake? Well, that's... Nah. That'd be a, that's just, a massive twist, but I don't think so. I'm just saying it could happen. Well, considering it's... I don't know. Well, the, the whole against the West thing that they have. Okay, I don't think that they'd be. I don't think they'd be putting in allegiance with Microsoft. And considering half yeah. the, the original, I think it was partly owned by Sony Fantasy Seven. At the time, yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't but, be surprised if I mean, some legal could, things have sort of. They could win some kudo points and finally, you know, make the deal with Square and announce Final Fantasy fourteen. For oh, yeah. Xbox One, that could finally happen, but I just don't see on the software side anything that they can. They've pretty much tarnished their relationship with Platinum Games, so I highly doubt Bayonetta Three will come even to that console if that's going to get announced. Um, oh my God! Please let it be announced and not on just <laughs> Nintendo. Please, oh my God! Also, bring two over, please. Just God, mm, gimme. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just I just don't see anything from a software side that is gonna really blow people's minds. I mean, yeah, State I mean, K2 might look great, but yeah, of course there's that as well. But you know, it's a zombie game. I mean, Christ, it's like as good as zombie games can be. We are at the very, very end of that sort of thing being a big thing now. It's just yeah, it's tired. Zombies have been done to death. But, you know, I'm uh, I can see why people. are aren't excited about stuff like days gone for the same reason you know i still am because you know i didn't i love zombies before the the big jump into it again in the last decade or so but yeah i can totally see people being burnt out on that yeah like that's the only thing i see them winning with is if they go really deep into their catalogs and revive games that people might actually want and most of those are games that rares Hey, problem, problem. problem number two for them with that is that they're adamant that they have to be on PC as well, and that you know, it's yeah, you know, eating it's eating itself effectively. You know, you're cannibalizing your console market, and you're trying to do a Steambox effectively, which you know, Steambox didn't exactly do anything either. So it's you know, people want PCs, they'll get PCs. People want a console, they'll get a console. You move too far one way or the other. Like that, it's you're gonna get in trouble, and I think I mean, that's their problem. They're focusing too much on the power without having anything to to, you know, to play on it that's not available anywhere else. So it's all very well saying, "Oh, look, we got the best looking version of this, this, this." That, I mean, that's not even true, technically, because on a PC you go and play most games on to a, a higher standard. Even even the games that are exclusive to them are going to be on PC and look better if you want them to so it's yeah it, it's hard to say where this console who this console is for they're saying it's for the elite gamer you know it, which is like the very nice corporate way of saying utter wankers that's nice. you know <laughs> the 20 the 20 percent the 20 percent yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the ones that rage on the internet all the time about people coming in and taking their their hobby and it's uh, a sad state of affairs but it, I don't know. It's I don't see anything about this 
beyond the gimmicks, which are, oh, the backwards compatibility. Again, it's a PC thing. It's, yeah, nothing about it screams essential console. It screams. I mean, if, if know, they would have, like, say, held off on the Xbox Game Pass thing and announced it at E3, that could have been pretty big for them. But yeah, they announced was- it so sooner, so much sooner. I mean, I just don't, I don't see what, I mean, they could do more HoloLens stuff. They can announce their partnership with a VR partner, Oculus or VV, whichever one you want to go with. Because um, mm. they've been talking about doing a partnership instead of just making their own VR headset. But then again, VR hasn't exactly exploded like everybody wanted it to. So is that really something Microsoft really wants to invest in? I, yeah. mean, I mean, they have one thing that could probably do them a big favor in terms of selling things. And that's the fact they've got Minecraft. And say they were to as as stupid as it would be to do it, announcing any kind of sequel to Minecraft would just there's there's enough of an audience there to make that an impactful and thing. Minecraft too, craftier. No, and announce it as an Xbox exclusive. I mean, well, yeah, because it's there. They, they would say it. That's it. So. Even if it was a time I mean, exclusive for about two months, people would go mental. <laughs> uh, why would you want to make a sequel though? Like, what would it do? Oh no, that's why I mean. I think it'd be a terrible idea, personally. But yeah, it's mainly children, and children will be like, "More, yes, please, more craft." That's fine, and that's it. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's all for me on Microsoft. I just don't see anything else that it can do. Anyone else got anything else to add apart from that wolf? I think that wolf (laughs) covered my opinions. Tim, anything else to say on Microsoft? Mm, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> It'll probably I have guess video apart games, from the fact that maybe some systems. That, yeah, I don't know. I feel yeah, maybe some systems. I feel like the system is going to be it's it's one ride, but that ride isn't going to be as good as they think it is. Like how they kind of handle everything. Like they come out and say, hey, "We're we're doing we're doing this thing. We think it's very cool. Uh, you guys will think it's cool too." So, yay! Very the Microsoft way, not just consoles. You know, that's what they said about the Zoom. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Anyway, uh, I bet we'll get the price as well, and it'll be something ridiculous. Like it's bound to be. But the thing is, five hundred ninety-nine pounds. But that's going to the twenty percent, right? Like that's the twenty percent they're catering yeah, to. That's it's almost uh, almost. Uh, a, a fine allegory, allegory. Sorry for certain political situations at the, t- at the time, catering to uh, the people with lots of money and uh, bad, horrible opinions. Um, mm. So yeah, it will cost a lot of money, no doubt. And uh, well, even the other... it, they'll take a huge cut and then play Sony up straight away with announce their price it, cut. It, 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 I think it will still take a cut. Everything with Xbox division has taken cuts because yeah. that, they've got enough money to do it. I said it, they would well, not. I mean, any I'm other company, about a it would stupid be it. amount of cut, like yeah. And um, even then, I mean, the thing is, they own most of the stuff in internal, yeah. so they're fine. It's, so it, that know, cheapens it a bit. I but, expect maybe yeah. a four hundred and fifty pound system, but it costs them six hundred to make, and then mm. Sony comes up on stage during E three, which is coming up next, and will announce a price cut to lower the price of the Pro. 
to mm. stupid prices compared to the Scorpio. They'd be like, look at our console. It's not. Look at all these games. And you don't have to wait yeah, a year actually... and a half. You've got right now. That'd be a great idea. I mean, if they put a decent cut on the Pro, that would counteract anything that Scorpio does. To be perfectly yeah, honest. Like, I was like, yeah, you could have the best graphics ever, but you know, do you want some games to play on it? Like, yeah, we've cool. got well, and hey, which already happened, hasn't it? Like those leaks of the gold PS4 oh. at two fifty nine. The Slims, yeah, yeah, but yeah. we're talking about the Pro. Oh, okay. yeah, so that would be a huge. Well, point, I think I think yeah. we'll get there in a second. We'll get on to Sony in a bit, and we'll talk about that then. And yeah. uh, you can find well, Sony stuff right at PlayStationUniverse.com. Yeah. PSU. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of which this is a subsidiary. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let's move on to Bethesda. Uh, because they have a thing, and this year it's hard to see why, because we've probably got about two games, really, of note that aren't. So they're even going to just promote the hell out of uh, Elder Scrolls Online Morrowind, even though they've been out. Oh, they will. Yeah, they will. Probably some card game about the Elder Scrolls, but they won't show any new Elder Scrolls (laughs) in that time. But we can dream, right? It's already launched, hasn't it? What? The card game? Yeah, just... Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I just said they'll, they'll probably don't have one just to be safe. Or consoles. So yeah, the two the, the big not secrets that have been going around for ages is the new Wolfenstein and New Evil Within. They are at this point pretty much guaranteed to be on this show, and that's your big things really. It's like I mean, what else have they got? Quake Champions is obviously coming to PC. Slim chance of it coming to console. I mean, it's a t- terrible fit for a console in terms of needing the speed and dexterity to play it on a pad and I don't yeah. think that would work but that would be a cool thing it's a free to play game and cool do that but yeah I don't I don't see what else Arcane have only just you know, done Dishonored 2 and Prey so I don't know what they'd be doing yet if anything you know so whoopee I suppose anyone excited for the idea of Evil, Wind, Evil Within 2 or Wolfenstein I mean Wolfenstein for me Definitely. I'll, I'll be there I, for more Wolf and stuff. I, I'm very excited for both of them, actually. Um, I mm. really enjoyed um, The Evil Within, even though I thought its story went off the rails completely um, towards the end. Uh, I am looking forward to it. I hope it's going to be there. I hope it's something they're working on. Um, it'll be a real disappointment if it's not there. Um, but I could potentially see them releasing um, Oblivion on PS4 and Xbox One. Remaster oh of God, please. That? <laughs> please. I would sell my I mean, soul. I don't like this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if Oblivion's the prize. Or even better, they can take that um, Morrowind mod that guy's been working on forever and just release that on console. Like, go in a partnership with that guy and release uh, it. With the way Bethesda's always sided pretty much against mods, I don't think so. Especially yeah, how vigilant they've been against consoles and having mods. I don't think so. That's true. I mean, I think the biggest surprise would be is if the the Doom creators id came out and announced either Rage 2 or a um, more single-player content version of a new Quake. Those would be the biggest surprises for me. But other than that, I think... Yeah, not not going to be anything mind blowing or surprising here. Obviously, they'll show Skyrim on the Switch. Um, 
they'll probably yeah. heavily show yeah. that off. Probably even announce that card. Game the, well. the second year running, the Skyrim will be a <laughs> E3. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, obviously they'll show Morrowind, uh, the extension for Elder Scrolls Online. Um, but yeah, um, they'll, they'll, those are really the two big surprises I could see happening is the, the Quake and Rage 2. But other than that, nothing really big for me. Yeah, understandable. Anyone else got anything to add on Bethesda? Anything you like about that? No? No? We'll carry on. We'll carry on. Um, bound to be interesting and probably for all the wrong reasons. Ubisoft. Um, but for once, they're kind of getting out ahead of themselves and uh, telling us what they're showing. I mean, we know Far Cry 5, we've seen a bit, you know, a trailer for already, and we know what it's about. Assassin's Creed Empire will be there. South Park, The Crew 2, Electric Boogaloo. And there is a promised mystery game, which, you know, which they always many expect. <laughs> yeah i mean the hopeful people will say it's going to be that long rumored beyond good and evil 2 nintendo no, switch i'm gonna say what it is i just realized what they haven't announced in their lineup yet and that it must be this just dance 2017 please <laughs> <laughs> well it's been every other e3 Wait, it hasn't Vegas been announced so there's no aisha taylor this tyler this year either funnily enough on the hosting duty. But how do we get our girl? They've got dev- they get devs to do it this time, which is sure to be a lot smoother. Oh, that won't be uh, awkward at all. But uh, we shall see. You know, it's it's a departure. <laughs> we'll have old Yves Guillemot, I'm sure, on stage and uh, doing his thing. And uh, yeah, I. I don't really know what to expect in the way of surprises, really. I suppose the other, mystery, well, the other thing about a mystery game is obviously going to be this um, Mario Rabbids crossover. So I'm guessing that's what the mystery game will actually be. Yeah. Um, I, I'm rattled. This is going to be one of the first times they announce a game with Nintendo at a non-Nintendo show. Hmm. Um, I think they'll take Ubisoft's um, floor and announce that game, not the Nintendo yeah. Um, that's why I think it'd be a double dip. They'll say about Beyond yeah. Evil Two being like the other one. They'll say these two games are going to be Switch. Uh, it's like cool. I nice. think there's going to be very strong presence of Switch for Ubisoft this year. Yeah, I can easily see most of the games they show off are going to be for Switch as well. Yeah, because you know it, the market's there for them on it. It's, they've always been a supporter of Nintendo, so yeah, yeah. There's even some games people, there in that back catalog. That would do it as well. I think it would work. I could even see the new Assassin's Creed Origins also come to the Switch. <laughs> that would no, that would be I a big don't statement. Think that'll happen yeah. because it's been in development for so long. Now the next Assassin's Creed, yeah, I can say that'll be on the Switch. Like if they do another. No, I meant the one ne- next year. Yeah, but I mean, if they do another one of those like Chronicle things, it would definitely be on the Switch. Yeah, and they may do that anyway. You know, just port over the Chronicles yeah. this year. So that's cool. Um, any particular games anyone's excited for from Ubisoft? Oh, <laughs> I honestly don't know. Like, what can they like? Oh, they've already announced everything they're going to show. Essentially, um, yeah. I, 
Because the, the mystery game is always the thing I look forward to with, with Ubisoft, quite honestly. And every time they surprise, and even Steep, even though it wasn't the biggest sell or anything, looked really cool. They announced it and showed it off. But, I mean, I could potentially see a sequel to The Division because that game has been pretty quiet for a while now. Um, I don't know. Again, I think we were saying this last yeah. week about companies over-egging their um, online games and having too many competing with each other at once. And I think Wildlands selling as well as it is, I think Ubisoft might just distance themselves from the division for a bit. Because uh, it's you know, Wildlands has the legs that the division didn't, I think. And, and, and then we'll, oh, we'll, we'll focus there. Yeah. The only other yeah. thing is, is Splinter Cell. Splinter yes. Yeah, it's still the show for that. Well. But I say it's not the only other one. I mean, there is one thing that's still sat back in their uh, catalog that could be revived, and that's Prince of Persia. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that'd be, that'd be a nice thing to go back to something you know, that scales it back to what Prince of Persia was yeah, uh, on PS2. I, I feel like Prince of Persia will be too similar to Origins, and I don't think they're going to want to do that, unless it's a completely radical mm. change, like the reboot version. Well, which I if it's not an open world, which I think it, that would that would work better for them, is to make Prince of Persia, you know, a more contained thing. And you know, then Assassin's Creed is very much an open world thing. It's a very different game in that regard, and it would be a lot smoother than Assassin's Creed. Let's, let's be honest. Even with whatever improvements they've made, Prince of Persia was always a very a much sleeker game in terms of the jumping and running and all that. So it, it's not impossible. And it's not like they haven't done similar games very close to each other before. So I mean, Ubisoft pretty much compete with themselves at points in the uh, release date windows. Whether well, they have like three games out in the space of a month, and it's daft, but they'll do it, and it works for some reason. <laughs> so yeah, we shall see. Anybody else for anybody else on Ubisoft? Mm. No, that's it. Not from look, me. look. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, eh, yeah. yeah, I mean, let's, let's be honest. As, as a uh, reveal thing, Ubisoft's never really a generally exciting one. It's a, uh, uh, we don't even get the cringiness of Aisha Tyler trying to work a terrible script um, anymore. So it's um, that's one thing we're not going to get. It's going to be very dry, and oh dear, I just hope they don't try jokes with people who aren't, you know people who normally on stage <laughs> it's gonna it'll be painful but then it could provide that highlight and you know maybe we'll get pitbull on stage and a lightning rig will fall on his head and if i just dance i don't that'd be cool i like that it's, uh... <laughs> I mean, it didn't no happen at wrestlemania so... <laughs> uh, anyway let's get on to the meat and potatoes of this very podcast that is of psu.com um playstation universe sony's big old big old conference now let's be honest sony are walking it at the minute you know switch is doing very well of course and nintendo and nintendo they almost operate as a different entity to the rest of the industry but sony is still just miles ahead and scorpio as we said will have to do something bloody amazing to cut into that at this point and to be honest, we've said it just earlier, Sony's main thing to do is going to be price cuts. 
Now, the thing I've said, seen and said across the board would be a good way to do price cuts, not just with the PS4 models, but with PSVR, with give Vita its final shot at life by making it really cheap and bundled with a memory card just to get it out there. I mean, obviously, there was the rumor about there being a, a successor to the Vita, but rumors is rumors, I think. Uh, if anything like that is coming, it's bound to be not really anything like the Vita. It'd be a very simplified thing that's uh, an accessory, if you will, to the PS4. But at this point, that would seem like a bit of a gluttonous move for Sony to go for. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um so we'll talk that in a minute, but also we know they'll have plenty of games and we'll get into that as well. So anyway, let's start with that. Price cuts, they're going to happen. We know that, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Straight up. Most of them, Maybe not on the Pro, yeah. but on the yeah. Slim. You're probably right. Mm-hmm. I'm a little worried about that. Like, I feel like the, the, the best case scenario would be cutting the price of the Pro. Because, I mean, if somebody really wants to compete with the elite, the elite end of things like that, it would be in action without having to go, mm. oh, by the way, we're going to do a third rendition of this console for you guys just because we think that's what you guys want. That'd be stupid. So uh, they have the one option now. Um, and, yeah, if they don't do it now, they should do it soon. Maybe if they have another big announcement coming this year. I think they do it Combat uh, for the Tokyo. experience for the PlayStation experience, if they have one, that or at, maybe even an outside Tokyo Game Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that too. I can see them do, doing a price cut, limited time price cut, I should say, just for the holiday season to compete with the Scorpio launch day Scorpio limited price cut <laughs> <laughs> with Thank three you, days bundled together. There will be some big ass bundles going on around then. I guarantee it for PS4. So the other thing I think they'll do is we're going to get a PS Plus tweak. They've been oh, talking yeah. about it in the recent weeks. Something's changing. My always my the thing I've been going about for the last couple of years that has to happen. PS Now is going yep. to be integrated. It has to be. I think at this point Microsoft has got their thing similar now. So and now been streamlined to being on. You know other things, so it's just PC and uh, PS4 now. So it would make perfect sense to have a PS, you know, PS Plus subscription that includes that in the price, and maybe you cut PS3 and Vita out of the uh, equation, because let's face it, they've just stopped production and the PS3 and the Vita is you know the Vita at this point. They've pretty much given everything good away for free already, and anything that's left you can probably get for about three pounds in the sales by the way about bundles it so, seems they just officially someone's just leaked a crash bandicoot bundle <laughs> crash bandicoot yeah, ratchet oh. and clank for 350 euros yeah but the, 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 uh, it's a dubious looking box to say the least on that one so, yeah. so oh, no, there's a, i think people just to micromania we can pre- you can pre-order it yeah again it, it's you can pre order anything if you want it doesn't mean it, it's going to happen that's that's the way to think of it uh, but, uh, maybe yeah i mean yeah bandicoot bundle yeah that would get all the people you know the nostalgists involved because you know, like, wow bandicoot ratchet clank won't be expensive now so no no that's it um 
yeah the plus thing is smart if they work it like that it also means they could sell ps plus tubs to pc gamers i mean imagine yeah. that like uh, it's it's pretty you know they tier it especially that, that, that it's there and they can say oh yeah go you can do this and then make it more universal and go away well, yeah yeah, you can stream any of these games on here if you've got a PC. You could do this, do that. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, other other tweaks they can do to Plus, I think, is do like what Microsoft does, where you just get the games. You don't have to have a Plus subscription afterwards to keep them. I think that's yeah, that's a smart move, especially because the worrying thing about Plus in its current incarnation is if Sony go belly up and that's it, got a lot of games that would. Just you'll yeah. never get to play it because they'll, lock, they'll get locked out. Simple as that. <laughs> and it's mad. I think at this stage, I've got hundreds of games over the years from Plus from being there since the first day. I think it was, and it's mm-hmm. mad to think that there's so many games you won't ever get to play again because your subscription might end, or or Sony might stop that as a thing. I do kind of think they might honor that and change it something so that you can have those games if that ever happened, but. Yeah, hard to know. But yeah, they could, that would be a good smart t- tweak as well. To plus, maybe, yeah. yeah. I the PS4 thing maybe switch it down to one game and make it of a certain quality. But then at the same time, that's, that's a tricky one too because people expect the big games, but the big games are the ones that everyone buys anyway. So it's like, what's the point? I can see why Sony have done it this generation more where they've gone focused on titles not as many people are going to bought it it makes sense so i mean yeah a big title these days considered stuff like life is strange or or a tim schafer remaster you know that's that's big for plus these days because it's got name value for critical value so i mean they could but go so. and also piss off a lot of people and make exclusive content only on plus for certain games Wait. There used to be so much of that sort of thing, you know, in the early days of just weird things that Plus gave away for nothing, that you wouldn't get elsewhere. And it was, it was cool, but that, that was at a time when Plus was, you know, if you were looking for great games, you weren't getting great games. I mean, what made many people may forget about Plus is that it started out pretty much like it is now, where it was all indie titles. That was it, and really that it's a strange state of affairs now to see it come all that way around again but uh, I think that's what it has to be in that regard and I think the, the nostalgia part of having Pierce now will be included because they'll also start doing uh, generations before added into the streaming mix somehow I think maybe that's their big megaton that they could drop on that and say yeah you've got now Pierce now as part of your plus subscription and now you can stream not only ps4 games not only ps3 games but you can do ps2 and ps1 games and vita games and stuff like that or, or just one or two of those you know added onto the mix makes that an essential retro box that you know, microsoft are doing a very similar thing but they can't compete with that much history you know? it's that's a you know that's over 20 years of you know, some of the most iconic games out there that people could just play anywhere on the PC or on the PS4. And again, that would further sell subscriptions, in that regard, which is making Sony a lot of money, so it makes sense they go for that. They could oh. also 
potentially, if third-party studios were behind it, do something with PlayStation Now where it could easily become like a Netflix for games and even new releases will come in on PlayStation Now and you can play them all you want. Um, I think that will be super huge for them. But I know it's going to cost a lot of money, especially for third-party developers, mm. even attempt to do yeah. that. Yeah, and it's successful as What if you don't get to play the whole game, but you get to play Trials? Like they used to no. do. No, no, they've tried that. I don't know how successful that was either. But there is definitely a change coming for now because, you know, they've already talked about PS4 games coming into now, being in the beta. Like it's gonna, There's something going to be talked about at E3. A, a price drop is a must, in my opinion. Dude, unless, yeah. and unless they really want to add something significant from PS4. I mean, you have 45 bucks for three months right now, and then every once in a while you can get $100 for a year. And I've done the $100 for a year um, just because, what is that, like nine bucks a month for a bunch of PlayStation 3 games that I want to play? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, that's a great deal. Um, I think they should make that a everyday deal. Like, dude, why is that the time deal? Like, what is that all about? Yeah. I mean, they are now in a position where they could aggressively market that at a lower price, and that, maybe that's how they offset it with this, with having it in plus. But, uh, which seems to be the only way they're going to get away with doing it that way. Yeah, I, uh, I think they just don't want it to be seen as them cutting it too much because then they'll be like, oh, yeah, but then people think it's a failure, and we only like to cut things when they're successful. And it's like, because, you know, the V has stayed quite high in price considering it's a monumental failure over here. And, um, the memory cards again with that they stay high. So, mm-hmm. yeah, whereas you know, whereas the the successful console is just going cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. So you could say the same for stuff like PSVR and PS4 Pro. They're not going to sell as much as the main console. So again, the price is not going down as much as it should. So, and there's no competition in the VR case as well. Well, at the minute, um, should we talk about the games? Let's talk about the games that were there. And we know most of these. Again, Sony are going to have some big exclusive stuff. God of War is going to be there. Detroit mm-hmm. to become human will be there. Days Gone, Spider-Man. Um, we might see a bit more of Death Stranding. We'll probably see exclusivity deals uh, with Activision for like Destiny 2 and COD World War 2. We said about FIFA as well and Battlefront. So, yeah, it's top heavy and that's just the stuff we know about you know there's other stuff that could appear as said sony has pulled off their um indie involvement in recent times so that's why stuff like ryan went multi-platform rather than being a sony exclusive because that point that sony needed the indies to sort of bolster the catalog has gone and now they don't need to tie indies into that and then it allows indies to make their money everywhere so i wouldn't think we'll see much of that this time round, so it, it is going to be you know double A to triple A titles all through the show and you know, peppered with stuff like the Activision deals and that, and maybe they'll end the show with the Last of Us two something more on that. But it seems like it might be a bit too soon again. We shall see. So, what are we excited for first, uh, Ben? What are you most wanting to see here? 
Is Ben dead? Has he been dead? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll go to Gary. Gary, what do you reckon? What are you um, looking forward to? I am actually looking forward to the entire show, to be honest. But um, I'm I'm looking for those big surprises that we had a couple years ago. Um, or was it last year? It was last year, wasn't it? When they announced Shenmue 3 and the 7 remake. Yeah, that was all last year. I thought, no, yeah. seven, that was two years ago, wasn't it? That's two years. That seems two. That was two years ago. Uh, okay, last, well, year was, um, last year was the, the war. Days Gone. Yeah, Days well, Gone, God of War. And Spider-Man. So, so, surprises like two years ago where people just lose their shit. And that obviously might happen if they announce the Shenmue 1 2 remakes, um, which I, I think they will. They'll announce them. I don't think they'll show anything for it, but I think they'll announce them um, with a collaboration with Sega and Sony. So it, it's probably going to be exclusive. Um, things like that is what I'm looking forward to. I mean, I could see Sony potentially also bringing back some of their older franchises. Um, I would love to see a new Battle Arena to Shinden. I think that'd be amazing. Um, but I think they're going to also focus a little bit on their PlayStation Mobile games that they've announced um, i think we'll see a lot of um a lot from that actually i think we'll see some of the old franchise like wild arms uh appear there um we might even see a playstation now version coming to to mobile as well so people will be able to play playstation now on their phones um but yeah um i don't think last of us 2 will be there um, no. I'm expecting them to announce uh, a VR mode for Detroit. I think that's almost a guarantee. That that game. Such a David Cage thing to do. What was that? That'd be such a David Cage thing to do. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those games where I think of all the games out there, that one will work with VR the best because then you can with make VR, all the we can bring skills. more emotions. Ben and lives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I, I also like that Sony has the third-party developers show off their games in their show as well, and I'm I'm more than confident that they'll finally show off whatever Rocksteady is working on. Um, I think we'll see it this time. Uh, whether it's it has to be a DC Comics game, um, most likely Superman or The Flash. Uh, that's been rumored for a very long time now, and I think they'll show it off at Sony's conference with exclusive content for more, obviously. Um, yeah. I think a Wonder Woman game would be timely. Oh my god, don't get me. We, we, we've we talked about a Wonder Woman game almost all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's something that, like, this would have been... You can't have a more perfect time to do it than now. Um, especially with the movie coming out. It should have come out the same week as the movie, but obviously it didn't happen. But I, I always keep talking about it. I can, I can just imagine a Wonder Woman game using the, the Batman Arkham engine and the fighting mm. system. That, like, you just can't go wrong with it. But for some reason, I just don't see a Wonder Woman game in development right now, unfortunately. It will be nice, very surprising, and it will make me really happy. Oh, man. But, I think it'll either be a Superman or a Flash game, quite honestly. Not Superman, please. Just please. <laughs> I kind of want a Superman I, I, I game, but I don't think happy. it's possible. 
to be good. I, I think if anyone's going to do it and do it well, it'd be Rocksteady. They'd they'd do it. The only right. way I'd, I figure Superman game be possible is if he's fighting Brainiacs or. That, that's the gods. thing about Superman is it's really hard to make a game yeah. where you can't die <laughs> or get hurt. Yeah. Like, making, if, if they did, making... like, have him go to a different solar system where he doesn't have the the unlimited resources of the sun to yeah. so he doesn't die. Like, I, I think that's the for me that's the worst part. Or about some Superman. sort of if he didn't someone, have like the someone warps know. the Earth to a different dimension where it's a red sun instead of a yellow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it would just be too cheap to like give everybody kryptonite weapons. It's like, oh, everybody has a kryptonite weapon. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> free kryptonite buy one thing get a free bar tonight <laughs> Trump put in order but, but yeah, um, I do expect actually to see Final Fantasy 7 there even though they said it's not going to be there um, I actually think that's <laughs> you know, they're saying it could be three years away <laughs> yeah. I don't believe that I don't believe it at all I think it's Obviously, a- uh, we're talking about the company that made Kingdom Hearts 2 uh, so long ago <laughs> and Kingdom Hearts 3 has been in development Almost as long as say Nukem Forever at this point, it's uh, I, I don't. When it comes to Square and the Japanese games, they're a lot more forgiving. It seems about how long they take, how much money they take to make, as compared to the European and US ones. So it's uh, as Hitman's uh, near demise would uh, tell you, you can make a critically acclaimed game on the cheap, and if it doesn't sell as much as Final Fantasy, then they're going to be disappointed in you. That's it. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I but still think we'll see, I think we'll see yeah. uh, actually a huge gameplay demonstration of it, probably from the Mako Reactor, the opening sequence. Um, and I honestly, I would not be surprised if they announced the demo at some point mm-hmm. this year. Even even yeah. just to to quench the thirst and the rage that people have of it taking so long. Yeah. They did it with 15. They released the demo, and two years later, they finally released the game. Um, <laughs> I, I, I yeah, could easily the... see that. I, I really can. Uh, as far as Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, that one's more difficult to say. <laughs> uh, you would think it'd be farther <laughs> in development than Final Fantasy Remake 7. But... Why, why bother making all these side spin offs and all, all this bollocks you know, lore for a game that? And then take this long to make an actual core game. It's just like make the fucking game. It's all you yeah. need to do. So like, make it right. It takes time to design all those zippers. <laughs> it's time. It's just, I just think. For I mean, come on. Let's be honest. It's a fucking universe that's got Disney and Cloud Strife. It's just. It's the sort of thing a ten-year-old writes. Uh, you know or a forumite you know of like 15 years ago would do it's like and that and it became a game and that was great but then they went too far you know and i just i don't get it at this point so I, what the hell me, would it even be to me the only thing i could really think of is licensing problems disney uh maybe not even problems maybe it just takes so long to get approval to use something that they kind of just have to if, sit if on that's the case if that's the case, though, how have they already tied up a deal with um, Square Enix to do their Marvel game? How have they managed to get Star Wars handed over to EA and they've now already pumped out one and now going to pump out a second Star Wars game in that time? It's it's 
madness. I mean, no matter license troubles or not, it should not take this long to make a fucking game. It's like that. And it's not like it's in-depth RPG. It's not like a super detailed world. It's not like it's like the most in-depth strategic RPG out there either. It's a, it's an action game with RPG bits in it at best. I really hope and Kingdom Hearts 3 does now have Star Wars in it, by the way. And it probably will. Star and Wars references Jar Jar Binks just to piss everyone off. Oh my god. <laughs> Gold. <laughs> He's going to be one of the characters that joins your party. Yes. <laughs> and the summon. Oh, uh, <laughs> but my God. That, if Keenan if, if Park yeah. swallowed that, then they deserve everything they get. Hashtag. <laughs> 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 but, but outside of that, um, uh, Days Gone obviously is going gonna, is gonna to have a big presence there. Um, we'll, we'll see more of the Lost Legacy actual gameplay this time. Uh, even though they showed the first one was gameplay, but I'm talking about actual yeah. gameplay, like running around and stuff. They um, they clearly can't have Chloe and the, and the being like Nathan Drake and just breaking everything they touch. It's got to be a different style of game. It really has to. Be. I think just. Yeah, I mean, good. I think what will be interesting is if they somehow announce co-op in this one, like through the story with two people playing. I mm. think that is almost a guarantee that The Last of Us 2 will have co-op. Um, that this is like a test for them to see if, how well it will work. Um, I just, I'm going to say it right now. The idea of the co-op, of co-op in a game like The Last of Us, no. Just just <laughs> no. It's not that kind of game. It's like it's not going to be like Journey, where it's like all mysterious and vague and hands-off. It, it just, you really want someone talking about a dick with you while you're playing just supposedly engaging touching brutal visceral story it, nah just nah I'm not saying that all your friends would do that to you I might but you know, strangers <laughs> online um, have that God thing about War, that. God of War for sure is going to have a massive presence of- oh yeah they, they've started painting up one of the, the uh, buildings uh, in LA this week so with yeah. that, so with the release date and collector's edition five hundred dollar version, most likely. Oh my god! Seeing as how the prices just go up and up for those things, <laughs> um, but I am actually very confident that we'll see the RE2 remake here. Um, I think we'll see uh, either that'll be a nostalgia hit. Yeah, I think we'll either see a trailer or we'll actually see a little bit of gameplay. Um, that should be interesting, and obviously we'll get the announcement of whatever that final Resident Evil 7 DLC is coming out. Um, yeah. Which actually I think is going to be right after the show. I think it's going to release right there and then. Yeah, much like with the demo last year. With, uh, which actually I can actually see the God of War demo also releasing. They did do a God of yeah. War 3 demo. Of the show. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yes, Sony went to at the end of their press conferences lately, so... I could easily see something happening. Oh, definitely. We were talking about it before, but do you reckon Square Enix will show off their um, Avengers game here? No. No? No, I think that game is still too far off. What did they say, 2019 for that game? Yeah, it'll come out before Kingdom Hearts 3. Well, they might, considering we saw trailers for Final Fantasy 15 in the last decade. 
<laughs> just, just, I don't, I, you know, as much as I love much of Square Enix's catalog, Christ Almighty, they run it in such a two-faced way. You know, not not two-faced in bitchy. I just mean in like the character two-faced. You know, it's like there's one side of it, and then there's the other side of it, and they just they don't seem to acknowledge the other properly. I mean, it could be Konami. I'm just saying. Well, yeah, Konami will have at least one really good game there this year, and that's Pez. So. All is well in the world. Hey, uh, don't, don't count them out. They might throw something out of the out of the water, and it's like, hey, dude, here's a Castlevania. Don't based count on them the in. Show. <laughs> don't count them in. Pachinko doesn't do anything outside of Japan. <laughs> hey, they'll release a Metal Gear Solid Pachinko machine on the PSN. You can play that, dude. I gotta tell you, if <laughs> even if I would be so torn, so incredibly torn, like to the point of seeking therapy if they created a remaking of all the metal gear solid games and it was not handled by kojima i would be oh, so torn uh, yeah I, that, that would be a, a hard one to, sorry i mean i think already you know i'm gonna end up playing survive because someone has to if that's still coming it's, out. So, I yeah. don't know, man. And, I, and I, I have, my gag reflex is too sensitive. Uh, I, I'm never going to get a review of Metal Gear game ever again. So it's like, this is my one chance. <laughs> it has to be struck off the list. I don't care if it's a bad one. I said this about Resident Evil, and what did I get? Umbrella Call. So <laughs> they, might, they might bring you to a, uh, a facility and have you at gunpoint, though, to review it. Oh yeah, and I'll, I'll tell them to shoot me. To be <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this game is garbage. So, oh, I mean, I'll write it, but uh, I'll write the review Just and then go now shoot me. Tell my wife and kids. Four out of ten. Tell my kids the game was terrible. That's fantastic. I don't know. I don't, it's it's terrible. The thing about that game is that it can't truly be terrible in terms of the fact that engine is good and what they had there was good. So you wanted but, to review yeah. a Metal Gear game. What site do you review Metal Gear games for? Uh, for? Well, if I were to, I would pick PlayStation Universe, PSU.com, because you know, it is the best site for Metal Gear Solid games. <laughs> wow. And, and Metal Gear games, let's be honest, because this isn't a solid. So. Nothing solid about this. It's well, definitely worth anyways, a little bit, that's for sure. <laughs> my, my final prediction is they'll announce the Final Fantasy Thirteen trilogy for PS4. I would be into uh, that. Like straight up, I would, I would not. I would skip but, one and three and back two all the time. <laughs> you know what I, I did just... this last uh, winter, actually this last fall, I went black and platinum the other two games that I was missing. In that trilogy, yeah, because I I platinumed right away. I platinum not right away. A year after I started playing it, I platinum the the third one. You know, way back when. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. The first one, uh, 13. I wanted to say 13, but 3 came out. Something wrong with me. Um, <laughs> but I, I platinum 13 kind of right away within the first year. And then I kind of just went by the hayside. And then wayside, not hayside. I don't know. Podunk's living. Um, so <laughs> I, I, got through this, I got through this prerogative that I wanted to platinum every available Final Fantasy platinum I could. And I went, well, I have all of these and i'm missing the 13 games so i went back and did those and so if they if they redid all of them and made not a redid but you know like 
put them up on modern consoles again, yeah. I would have to do them for the sake of continuity. Not only because I also enjoyed them, but I'd have to do them. Hmm. Yeah, I, I can totally understand that. But uh, uh, as I've just said, <laughs> some things you'll just do because, and uh, yeah, that's one of them. I, 13 for me was like a no. And anything past 10 was a no for a while. So that's just me, though. As I said, taste have changed in those days, since those days anyway. So I'm, I'm back around again to playing this, that sort of game. So who knows? Maybe I will like it. Maybe I won't. Um, what else we got? So, Ben, what about you? What, what do you predict oh. of Sony? Oh, I thought we talked about Square Enix for a second there. Oh, you could do that too. That's it. You're, <laughs> you're predicting Final Fantasy XIV. No one else the next. Yeah, hey, ben. Well, no, they've already said that Stormblood's at E3. They've got a, a full booth to play it, so they're probably sure it's oh, I know, but I asked for prediction. So you, I, I hate to tell you, mate, the game's been out a few years. But, uh, <laughs> you may have played it. <laughs> I'm not sure if I played it yet or not. Um, but uh, you really played it? I'm not sure. Maybe I really? just imagined it like, really. for the last few years. He's <laughs> <laughs> just been playing more than eleven. What would you do if you just lost all your data? Like I would their cry. server got messed up, and you lost. <laughs> I would. Cry. I would cry. <laughs> <laughs> Ben will actually disappear forever. Like we just don't know what happened to him. Everything's over, guys. See you later. What? What happened? I lost all my data. Oh, okay. We understand. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> How can I if I have no data? <laughs> anyway, um, that's so- ben, Sony. Any any stuff you like? Yeah, uh, Sony. Sony. I'm looking forward to the Spider-Man game. Oh yeah, definitely. Big uh, time. I'm looking forward to more God of War. I want a new trailer of Last of Us, but I think that'll be saved until PlayStation Experience. Or if there's a... Um, what's it That Jeff Keighley event, I forgot the name of it. VGAs. I think if we won't see Last of Us 2 at this, uh, more than a teaser video, you know, CGI trailer. Well, yeah. in-game footage. We might see that uh, E3 with the uh, uh, Jeff Keighley's VGA Awards having the premier actual gameplay, like most of the Insomniac stuff. Not Insomniac, uh, Naughty Dog. Um, true, true. So, yeah, God of War, Last of Us, two days gone, and some a new IP or two. I can see at least two new IPs being shown off. What what retro game do you think they'll bring, bring back this time? Um... They'll hype it up like like last year with like the game you've wanted to back for all times and you've been excited with had so many responses and blah and they'll be disc jockeys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this time I want it to be Destruction Derby. Yes, <laughs> but it'll actually be something like um, um, some crap PS One game that we never heard of before. It's going to be Jumping Flash. No. Yeah, but people have heard of that. So That was a good game. Yeah, but people in have VR. heard of it. It's going to be in VR. Yeah. But some game that we know... Oh my God, what I would want actually is Sony coming out and saying we've got an exclusive Konami deal. Metal Gear Solid <laughs> VR missions. In VR. <laughs> <laughs> so torn. Still torn. Like straight up still <laughs> so torn. torn. Like uh, if they did it, a... if they did the VR missions either from 
two or from one, like even those first ones way back. Yeah. That are, that standalone game, I am still torn. Well, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. that's why. Uh, yeah, it's just like VR mission. Yeah, it's just the old VR missions remastered in VR. The that way it was so meant to be played. Um... <laughs> there, there is one more thing that I forgot. Yeah. Um, my 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 dark horse wild card pick, Siphon Filter. And it'll always be Siphon Filter <laughs> until I get a new one. That's all I want. Until you get it. Yeah. Oh, that last one was pretty badly received. I don't think that's going to happen for a while. Oh, the yeah. two PSP ones were really good. Yeah, I think oh. that's sitting next to SOCOM on the shelf of, yeah, we, we know you're there, guys. It's like, <laughs> we're ignoring you. <laughs> it's, it's like you do, you're not as appealing as the orange mascot with the shorts and the big grin or the, the dragon or the other things. It's uh, Yeah, so you're going to have to fuck off for a while. And, uh, <laughs> And I wouldn't be upset if they announced a sequel to The Order 1886, either. 1887. <laughs> the Order 1992. Because <laughs> 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 I reckon they would. I reckon they would like, you know, what didn't work about this game? Uh, I reckon it's the setting that everyone like, <laughs> okay, let's change it. Let's go, let's go 1992. Let's make everyone wear shell suits and uh, <laughs> neon day glow clothing yeah i'd buy that i'd buy that so fast <laughs> it'd be like sunset overdrive <laughs> i, I, I still <laughs> want the main character to be called disco stew disco stew he'd be, be a raver he'd be a raver wouldn't he like of his clothes sticks out and his whistle uh. proper 90s <laughs> uh, uh, um what were we talking about <laughs> uh, the, the, a new game. games oh yes in vr yeah, we were talking about yeah, if just... has any more predictions. Yeah, do you have any more predictions? Uh, I would just say before you say that, um, if you want a, a VR-like experience of VR missions, uh, Mike Biffle's volume is very much Metal Gear Solid VR missions as a game, oh, and it is VR compatible. Oh, it is. Oh, nice. Yeah. I wonder if we had a review on that website that we were part of, PlayStation Universe. We certainly did. I was the man to review it, uh, the oh, original nice. game, and uh, give it eight out of ten, if I remember right. Yeah, which can, they can look at our review at PSU dot com. You can. That's true. Uh, the place for PS four free VR Vita news reviews trailers games PSN etc hashtags and all those things. Oh, <sighs> all the hashtags. Hashtag hashtag. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag. Um. I was originally going to round up this uh, thing with uh, doing the other companies, but we've kind of gone into like the Square and Warner Brothers and Nintendo yeah. and Konami and Capcom. I think we should go into Nintendo I, I a little bit say, more. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> Tim, Tim, we need to get a prediction from you while we're here for these. Man, there's or, a there's or just there's a, a big part thing. of me. I know there's a big part of me. I have a couple things that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, and they seem to be pretty hypothetical the more I think about it. But I feel like the big one I want, it won't. It won't be there. But new portable, I know it won't. And I feel like if they did an announcement like this, if they had something actually in their pocket, you know, because it's portable, it would be at the PlayStation event experience. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't do it at E3 because it wouldn't be big enough, I think. Um, but what I would love to see since... Activision has gone on board with with this kind of thing already, and the uh, retro hype is building hard. 
I would love in in light of spy of excuse me. In in light of Crash Bandicoot, I would love to see Spyro come back. Mm. And not in the stupid totally thingies, whatever the my god, I can't think of the Skylanders. Thank you. And not in that Skylander garbage. Well, on that's own. supposed to be put on hiatus. So, yeah, I mean, it'd be a good time if you're going to do mm. it. Just please, please, vision, do something correctly for once, please. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, like, maybe focus on games that aren't like these big budget AAA things that rake in tons of DLC money every week. Yeah. And, uh, which has always been my bugbear with Activision. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I mean. <laughs> Real talk, I abhor, I abhor them as a company. It says games, good or not, I don't like their practices. And I don't like any game that isn't one of those big games, just gets clear, gets a budget, no marketing, nothing. And yeah, they've managed to ruin licenses as easy as James Bond and Spider Man. You know, that, that's mad that they could do that. And look what they left Crash to do. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it wasn't great to begin with, but yeah. So. Very much that sort of thing. Just give me Ripto's Rage, You're the Dragon, Spyro, Spyro Two. Just give me. What about, what about Medieval? I would be into that it's too. Uh, I know Crystal is big. Was big into Medieval when we first met, and she loved it. Absolutely adored it. And I, I fell in love with it because she was playing it and I had no idea what it was before then. I would love to see that again. And I, I know we got it on PSP and that was a great game too. I don't know if that was a remake or not. I can't remember. I didn't know this franchise very well. But I, I would... A, it was a remake, wasn't it, I think? Yeah. Well, yeah, reimagining, okay. I think. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't much different if I remember rightly. Okay. It well, I would like to see it. Either, if I remember, but yeah. Yeah, it would be an interesting one. And I just think it's got that uh, Tim Burton-y quiche to it that would be nice. You know, it would be a good, eye-pleasing thing. People would go, I remember that. Much like they would do with Crash Bandicoot. They'd be like, I remember that game from back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe Ridge Racer. Yeah. Maybe a proper Ridge Racer. Get one of them, you reckon? It's been a while. <laughs> yes. I mean... I mean what better thing to bring back than, if not the enemy crab, than Ridge Racer? You know, Isn't that uh, Namco, though? Namco would have to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they would, though, considering they usually show up around a console launch, and we have Gran Turismo showing up soon. Also, that should I'm expecting that to be at E3. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's just, to me, that's like what you would say is drywall. It's just, yeah. Okay. It's Gran Turismo. Any, any it's chance, racing. Any chance we'll get All Stars too? No. I mean, they got more. They got people to do it with this time, but uh, I don't know. I mean, if they were, if this whole portable uh, second system thing was a real thing, yeah, totally. That would be a great game to have for it. To that you could just take on the go and have on console. But, yeah, I don't know. I just think they gamble too much on that. And it's only when they make a gamble and it doesn't pay off, they tend to just push it to the side and leave it be. And I just think, yeah, All Stars was a bit of a gamble at a time when, you know, they weren't as up in the console market as it was. So, yeah, I mean, they could reboot it and do it properly this time. I still feel but, like I was a, yeah. a bit of a, a dick 
during Eurogamer Expo. Basically, they had this big reveal of All Stars being there, and the fact that they'll have yeah, a, bit, a little uh, bit of a tournament, you know, so that people could try it out first time. And like, oh my god, look! But the problem is, though, I've been in the closed beta for three months. Oh my! So I kind of won the tournament <laughs> <laughs> because I knew all kind the exploits. Of. Because I was, I, I played all the characters for the last couple of months. There was like two <laughs> new characters that wasn't in the beta build. That's sneaky, man. That's sneaky. So I knew Kratos was overpowered as hell because they hadn't put the nerf in yet. So yeah, it was just like. I even told him, you sure this is fair? Like, yes, yeah. I mean, this year... (laughs) This year alone, you could add a few more decent characters to that roster. You'd have Aloy. You could have... You could get, you know, Ryu... What's what's his face from um, Yakuza? You could get Shenmue, do Ryu, and you could... Yeah, this is... You could get Ratchet. Ratchet was in it, wasn't he? Yeah, you could the one from near one of the ones from near <laughs> near that sort of thing, you know. Yeah, so it's yeah. cool, but I just think nah, we're, we'll pass that for Sony. They've never really had enough in mascot terms beyond what they had last Still time. Still better so. Microsoft. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's barren. <laughs> they, I mean, yeah, and most of theirs aren't even uh, exclusive to them anymore. So, Jesus, here's twelve different <laughs> Can you master the chiefs. Game? And blinks the time sweeper. <laughs> Yay! Console seller. <laughs> you can that, that's definitely going to be a talk here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And secret character, the corpse of rare. Getting <laughs> 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 oh, created by the that's corpse special. of rare. <laughs> Spoiler: It only works for Connect. <laughs> <laughs> And then again, it does, still doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, support That's cold. That's cold. It's cold. Like the cold of rare. So is Connect. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Neil? What about your predictions? Predictions? Oh, man, me. i got to say words now. Um, I will probably see more Death Stranding. I think Kojima likes to get trotted out on stage. So you think we'll finally see some gameplay for it? No. No, we'll see something that gives us a tinier clue to what it is, whilst also making us think, "What the fuck is this?" Which... We'll like see Emma Stone as the third character actor. I don't think it's going to be Emma Stone, you know. Just something clicked with me. I was watching um, Neon Demon, which is Nicholas Wending Refn's film, and if you know Kojima, he loves that guy as a director. And the lead in that is uh, Elle Fanning, and I think she's the one. That's going to be in the game, not Emma Stone. Just, just a hunch from that. It's uh, so yeah, that that's who I think the, the female character lead, if you will, for that. But uh, Emma Stone thinks he's so great. Hearing he just leaves too many clues in what he, he watches and does. Everything been, about it. Is, uh, he's been posting a lot of Godzilla pictures lately. What if Dread Standing is a Godzilla game? Yeah, but yeah, Godzilla is like Metal Gear <laughs> stuff is all yeah, like that as well. It it makes it. I mean, you look at the way connection. The guy money. who yeah, the guy who directed uh, Kong Skull Island is, is going to be doing the Metal Gear movie. I mean, how's that for coincidence? You know, for a turn of phrase, <laughs> those two end up sort of going round and round each other. But uh, yeah, you know, 
everyone's got a connection with something he adores and that's why i mean like reffin's films had mads mickelson before so naturally he likes mads you know and redis and del toro worked together before several times so he likes their stuff they've worked with him and yeah so i think he'll keep it very much everyone in a loop and l fanning i just think that as a female deeds makes sense in that regard because the connections and such googles so mm. she's dakota fang's sister. oh yes oh, yeah. okay she was um cinderella i think in the recent live action well just it's a, it's a strange film is the neon demon it's like it's a, all, all of his films are are really fucking strange so it's, but uh i loved it um yeah so there's that beyond that i think yeah the shenmue remasters of things will be more of a thing as as said and we'll probably see more of shenmue 3 not much um but yeah Are i don't sure? know because they said there won't be any shenmue at the they say I don't. Maybe not, it doesn't even have to be a big thing. It might even just be part of a sizzle reel. You know what? Oh yeah, true. So it's only can do that. So yeah, but I think Days Gone will take a big chunk. Detroit. It's been quiet for a while. With that. I mean, really, have we heard about it since last? E3? No, and that's no. why I strongly think they're working VR into it so they can show it off as a VR title. Hmm. Which would be interesting, and yeah. And, like I said earlier, that's a very David Cage thing. Oh, I saw the game I want to be at E3. What's that? Dreams. Yeah, that's yeah, been way again, too long. I used to quiet. love watching their streams, then they just stopped. I could see them doing that in VR. Yeah, Yeah, again, that's, that's almost got to be on VR. I think the VR is going to be a, a focus as well with uh, the conference. I think that it's been a little quiet, but I think they're, they're confident enough it's selling decently enough that they can continue along with it. And it seems the trick of it is to get small companies to make VR games rather than rely on big, big, you know, big budget companies to do all of it because it just doesn't work the same way for them. They, they, it's like doing it for the Vita or like a Nintendo system. They just half-ass it. It's like, yeah, there you go. Here's our big franchise in some way or form that isn't anywhere near as good as it should be. So... Yeah, VR is going to be showcased again. Have a good little surge of that. That's fine. And yeah, I think Detroit being VR based, yeah, sounds good. I mean, you think Cage, you know, he implemented like Move when that was a thing for PS3 was Heavy Rain. So yeah, I, I could see him being quite on board with the future of of making you feel emotions, as he would say. But uh, yeah, and beyond that, I don't know. I'd like to be surprised by it. Maybe saying that says that Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out in possibly before Donald Trump nukes the world. Would be nice. It's uh, just just to put people out of their misery. But yeah, beyond that, we'll be out by tomorrow. <laughs> ole, ole. <laughs> yeah, I, there'll be a lot. There'll be a lot of fawning about you know. Well, this is we got this stuff for this game exclusively. Blah blah blah, and that we on plus they'll be able to show off the big games. I mean, Sony well deep into this console generation without changing the console are still going to have more exclusives for sure than Microsoft with the Scorpio. I mean, uh, yeah, Microsoft could have bought some stuff, but what if they bought of, any, of note 
because clearly you, you can see where all the big franchises are, where all the big companies are working, and Microsoft don't seem to be connected to any of them. Yes. Yeah, it seems... To me, this E3, Microsoft has everything to lose and everything to win. Like, yeah. Depends and I think on they just... They have to. Yeah. Just going back to that comparison earlier about them them being like the rich side of the divide. It's like they don't understand to come from nothing anymore or to or to struggle or lose, and they've not handled it well. I think they just... They're going into this thinking, yeah, we'll, we'll do what we always do. We'll buy our way out of trouble. We'll, we'll make all these grand gestures about what great things we're doing and it won't mean a damn thing. I mean, you can criticize Sony for maybe playing it a bit safe with the PS4 in terms of being a console. It wasn't very adventurous compared to the PS3, but they knew what they had to do. And then they knew that the games would help that in the future. And let's be honest, if you're buying a console, that's what you want. Games, just games. And I don't think Microsoft understand that or they'd have not spent years just buying off portions of games and buying limited time exclusives it's and just that it's like say what you will about sony doing the same thing but sony are still making new games getting new games out there new ips the horizon you know, alone this year just shows that they can do that and with confidence for a company that you know like uh what's the name who makes kill zone gorilla sorry yeah it's you know, for Gorilla to go years in Killzone and get to do something like that, I don't think you get that at Microsoft. They basically keep you there to make the, their game until you don't want to anymore and someone else will do it. That's it. And then that's what it will be. I see the, C- the C3 I just think is really interesting between the three companies because Sony can just do what they've been doing the last three years and still come mm-hmm. out on top. Totally. Microsoft, I don't see any middle ground for them. They either have to have a fantastic show or it's going to be a terrible show. Whereas, I, in my opinion, Nintendo has everything to win this year. Because if they announce the virtual console finally, they just announced the big changes they're doing to their subscription service. They announced the prices for that too. $20 a year, and you get unlimited streams and gameplay of all their virtual console games, which is amazing to me. Um, yeah, but being Nintendo, that's something to be slightly wary of, just because they're not always great at doing things like that, uh, implementing it sensibly and on time. So, I mean, it's already like scheduled for next year, isn't it? So. They did delay it to 2018. But it's one of those rare cases where Nintendo is actually listening to the hate that people had for their idea of, you can technically have this game for like 10 hours, and then it's gone. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, no, they they did a very good U-turn in that regard. Well, it's all those it's all those games that they haven't announced yet. Yeah, we know Mario is coming, but what else are they going to announce during their treehouse for this year? Yeah, I mean, we said that before, haven't we? If they say Pokemon on Switch, that's it, done. They're they're selling an absolute shit ton of that console this Christmas, especially yeah, this holiday season. Like, that's always been a holiday friendly console. No matter what it is, people buy it during the holidays for their kids. And the Switch will destroy the Scorpio, I'm sorry to say. Yeah. I mean, like we said earlier, Nintendo is pretty much on its own thing, but they're still going to be taking a chunk of the market that Microsoft don't have. And yeah, like we said earlier as well, you know, Microsoft 
any other company like them would not still be in the console game with the losses they've made year on year. But, you know, to get where they are, to get in the position they did, they had to lose a lot of money. No other company could have gone in with that strategy like that and made a yeah. console at Sega that time. That strategy, and they failed in the first year of the yeah. dream. And yeah, you see Sony you know, now propped up by the PlayStation division, but hence why they had to play it safe in certain regards. And that's they come from that point of knowledge where they know that's what they have to do, that, that they can't go too ca- crazy with their risks. And no, they've made that mistake themselves before that, have, you know, with the PS3 of expecting people to pay too much for all these grand, wonderful things. Great ambition in terms of what you're trying to put in your console, but Christ, think what people are actually going to buy. You know, it's, it's yeah, mad. Especially for Sony, where their gaming division is the only division making money for them at mm. this point. <laughs> they're, I mean, they're I mean it, it's Sony. It's it at this point. <laughs> I mean, you compare it to, say, their movie division, which puts out shit like Pixels. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's a no contest, really. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, actually, one wild card i'll go for sony just thinking about this when just thinking about the movie division um i reckon sony i'll have to get the james bond license and they'll announce they're making a game just a thought as they are interesting yeah yeah i mean well sony pictures uh have been doing the bond films activision have gone massively quiet on doing anything bond wise much like they did with anything so there you go. It's it's there. I think it could be used. It's a a popular license you know, because that one year they had a good game made out of it. And <laughs> in fact, twenty one years ago. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah. So it's about time we're we're getting to that retro point of people revisiting years ago. Why not have a franchise like James Bond come back? And I'm not talking about Tomorrow Never Dies, by the way. That was definitely Goldeneye. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, what? There was a movie? Yeah. Oh, God. And it's terrible. And you, and you know what? That was uh, where it went from Nintendo and Rare to EA. And it was like the most EA licensed game of the 1990s I've ever seen. It's just terrible. Absolutely terrible. But it did have the theme tune and the intro, so that was cool. So it was fine. But uh, oh, that was an awful, awful game. There was nothing, absolutely nothing like Goldeneye. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so beyond that, I don't know. Any other sort of things you want to see from other games? Anyone got anything there? Mm. No? Yeah, I, think, I think we did sort of cover most of the companies in uh, that last little run. Yeah, I'm, um, I, like I said, I, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing third-party support for Nintendo. I really am. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, think, I think you're right. Ubisoft in, be the one there as well. So. Yeah, Ubisoft is going to be one of the big three that, that supports it the most, but uh, I'm, I, I'm really, truly excited to see how some of the smaller, well, I wouldn't say smaller, companies like Capcom, Namco, those guys support the Switch and what they, they have to offer. Sure, we'll probably see a lot of ports, of games that are already out, but it's the future stuff that I'm really excited to see. 
particularly. The thing with that is that, isn't it? So the thing with that, with the Switch, is any game instantly gets a refreshing edge added to it by saying, yeah, but you can play it on the go. And that's it. It doesn't matter how old it is. That's why Skyrim is a big deal to them. Because it's like you play Skyrim on the go like that. It's so yeah. Any number of smaller games, uh, old games, load them on. Build the catalog. It's what Sony for well this generation. It's and like, that's excluding the virtual console. Which if they bring the GameCube <laughs> games that have been heavily rumored, that's going to be killer right there, easily. Yeah. Like I said, with Sony not sort of grabbing onto indie studios to make them games anymore, it means they can make them on all consoles. It's it gives the Switch a lot of things like that to a bigger audience of games like that that will work perfectly with that console. You know, it'd be great to have Rogue Legacy in that on it, for instance. Although, you know, I think Binding Binding of Isaac's got on it, for instance, and that that's again just makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. Um, so, um, who's stealing E3 then? All the companies. Gary. <laughs> um, just from the sheer thing of what we know is going to be at E3, Sony. Um, but if Nintendo announced a Pokemon for the Switch, like an actual real Pokemon, it can be even Pokemon Snap, it's going to easily steal the show. Uh, yeah, I don't know. From from what we know right now, Sony easily. Tim, I don't know about that. What? Because uh, what was it uh, when they when they announced that the first trailer for Zelda, the new Zelda? I don't know that big one that happened at uh, E three. Like, everyone was raving about what Nintendo had done, but it still didn't surmount what Sony was doing. I think that was the same year no. they had the the Last of Us two announcement and um oh my god yeah uh, I guess the point dude. I'm yeah I guess the point I'm making is that like just just having a Pokemon game isn't gonna make Nintendo's year. I mean it'll sell well right, but. It's like people would be like, yeah. okay, cool. I have something to look forward to. They're not going to be like, whoa, what is this? What? <laughs> They're not going to do that. <laughs> I, I, I unless, unless it's a Pokemon MMO, and then it's over. Uh, Monster Hunter, too. You know, uh, we forgot to mention it. It's like, you know, that's, that's going to be on Switch, and that's another very popular game. So, what for them, it? Monster Hunter. Oh, uh, please. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Well, that's true. They are doing that. That's, that's an absolute official thing. But uh, well, you said but, the possibility of it being on multiple consoles. Yeah, I mean, Sony. You know, it's it's got history with Sony, and that that's would be been a, a long big time. Mm, yeah, well, a lot of things been a bit a long time. Crash Bandicoot was a long time. You know. So. Yeah, but that wasn't on anything else. In the meantime, well, it, well at the time, yeah. but they've had GameCube and Xbox versions, haven't they? When they made those one mm. other Crash. Oh, I suppose. Yeah. Never, never the Game Boy one. I think if Sony have a game like that, and you know, there's, much, there's plenty of good portable versions of Monster Hunter in recent years, but like a fully fledged console, Monster Hunter would do well. I think. Very Even well. though this one's a uh, remake, like a rig of because it's already on 
360. 3D, 3DS, yeah. Yeah, in Japan. So it's not technically like a brand new Switch oh, game. No, no, the uh, Switch game will be that one, but I think uh, Monster Hunter or PlayStation would be a different Monster Hunter game, like made for console. I know they mentioned something about that years ago, like two or three years ago, about there being a Monster Hunter coming over. And I don't know if, if it did. I don't know if it ever came over here. If that actually became a thing. Yeah, this is it. It's We should see. Oh, Gary's phone. We went extra long on the podcast and it finally happened. Who wants to talk to Gary? <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anyone, but I heard it was Gary phoning his phone. Just, just. <laughs> <laughs> he has it next to him. Oh shit! Nobody's talking to me. Quick, let's phone myself. That that way, they'll all turn around and talk to me. It's Nintendo Strat- asking me how to make a Pokemon MMO successful. <laughs> it's like, just do microtransactions. <laughs> just do one, and you'll, you'll win. <laughs> yeah, doesn't even have to be good. Pokemon Go proves that. You don't, you don't have to make it perfect. They can sell, po- uh, give away free Pokeballs from quests, but then sell gross and ultra balls. As, as ways to catch a meeting. Five ninety nine piece. No, make sure you can make your own gyms. Yeah. <laughs> no, the great balls and ultra balls would be like I don't know five ninety nine for twelve, and then you can spend ten pounds or ten or fifteen dollars to get a master ball, which catches anything you want instantly. Pay yeah. to be in tournaments. This is gonna be like Pokemon Go, two point <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, it. They are literally uh, just going to Pokemon Go on Switch, as it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't leave your house for it, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so never mind. Pokemon <laughs> Switch! Day. Can't use the R stuff. It's just, you're going to look at the Pokemon one. <laughs> that's it. Oh, man. That would just be almost the most Nintendo thing ever. <laughs> yeah, there's really cool uh, things. You okay. can't really do anything with it. Awesome. Please enjoy. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, what about you, Ben? Who do you think's winning? Or not winning? Who's stealing E3? Microsoft. Microsoft. You, you can. He, he used that automatic. He used that randomizer again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Undoubtedly. No, I really don't. I, I, I kind of want Microsoft to win it this year just because I want them to have something different. But I don't think they will. I think it will be. Um, if Nintendo, Nintendo weren't around, if Nintendo weren't around with this and being successful, I would probably agree with you. But I just. Uh, I think it'll be not Nintendo. in a console war sort of thing. Yeah, not in a console war sort of thing. But in a sense of I just as a company, I don't like Microsoft anyway. Yeah. And I don't like the way they've barged into this console market to begin with. And so yeah, I would be kind of gleeful if that. They threw all this money, this expensive new console, and everyone just loses their shit because they do something controversially stupid. It's like, it's just. Everyone's yeah, just going to be really funny. cheap for some reason. Even though they've always announced it as a uh, Voshka, expensive thing. But everyone yeah. seems to think it's, it's a... going to be competing against the Pro when it won't because the price will be out of the range of people who. I don't see it being any less than 399 yeah, if they get it at four hundred dollars, it's gonna be a, at a cost. If they get them. it at four ninety nine, I'll be shocked. If they use their wording right, like they did with the One uh, S, where they made people go mental about what it had that the Pro, yeah. even though none of the stuff they were moaning about actually mattered or even technically was true, then yeah, they 
probably got that audience that will eat it up they'll, and say, yeah, they'll appeal to that 20%. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that hateful, angry, pale-filled 20%. Hey, <laughs> it hangs out with Gamergate. Had a 70% fail rate. People still trusted them. So. Hashtag. Yeah. It's like, this, this is the company money as well. You might want to hasten to add. It's like, it's uh, yeah, odd. Yeah, just chuck it in after this if it doesn't go right. Microsoft, give the money to Sega, let them have another shot. <laughs> well, you know what? You know, the history of the original uh, Xbox was going to be a sequel to the Dreamcast, kind of. Yeah, Dreamcast what a world was perfect. Left. Because uh, at the Xbox, at one point before the Dreamcast had all its issues, was going to be backwards compatible Dreamcast games. That to me is like the Boltons taking over Winterfell in yeah. Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's just like it's just wrong. You don't want that alliance <laughs> happening. Like, get your hands off our Sansa. I tell you, it's not right. I don't know. I never watched Game of Thrones. Oh, in this analogy, um, uh, Sansa is the Dreamcast. Okay. So, and uh, Ramsey Bolton is Microsoft. So yeah, okay. that that'll be fun if uh, that goes to plan. Microsoft time. <laughs> Well, that was years anyway. ago. That never happened. No. Is it the same universe that Nintendo you know, partnership with Sony? Which, you know, oh, makes man. more sense. More sense because they're both Japanese companies. Nin- ni- so. Nini. Nini. <laughs> hey, Nini. <laughs> Can't. What the fuck was that about? Um, cool. So we're done here, guys. So we've done a nice lengthy one. Could be interesting. Two hours. Yeah. I mean, if we ramble We've for nine talked, minutes, uh, it will be two hours. <laughs> we we can do that quite easily <laughs> without trying. <laughs> and do you know where you can also go to ramble without trying? PlayStationUniverse.com, PSU. Yeah, that's right. Just PSU.com, not PlaystationUniverse.com. I think that's uh, you know, not right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we ramble on our reviews and, and news posts as well. So. Yes, that's fine. Yeah. It's how we reach our <laughs> word limit. Right, 750 <laughs> words. <laughs> Potatoes. <laughs> yes, well, all in the day's work. We all do this thingy and yada, yada, yada. Now then. Yeah. That's the secret to reviews. If, if anyone wants that tip out there, just say the same thing over again, but slightly different. Yeah, say it in different words. Maybe say it in a different language as well. That, that, that really confuses them. It makes you look fancy. <laughs> yeah. It has a certain <laughs> je ne sais quoi, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Je ne sais quoi. Use words like endeavor and uh, <laughs> ludonarrative dissonance and uh, verisimilitude. Yeah. Try and make, yeah. make it Things so like you can that. use like four Dramatic words aberration. instead of one. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. Have, have opinions that go against the grain. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that but then also have too. the same opinion that goes with the grain at the same time. Yeah. And yeah. make it conflict with yourself and make it even longer. It's really an art form. <laughs> mm. I, I consider myself an artist in this regard. Oh, so. so you guys actually are <laughs> ramble on for nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> See? And, and there's the master class in action. We're all guysu.com, but how can we be contacted? That's the question. Gary, how do the peoples contact you? And what, what would you like to shout out at? 
in like a man outside Microsoft's conference in a few <laughs> weeks' time who really did think it was going to be cheap. <laughs> you want me to shout out what I'd say to Microsoft? <laughs> I, I can't pull a spoonie and shout out, Betrayal! Oh, God. There, there's a lot of stuff I'd like to say that I can't say here. So, <laughs> um, you know, shout out just uh, my friends, family, um, you guys for having me on the podcast all the time. Yeah. Fans of the podcast, yeah. please tell us and rate us five stars, even if you don't. Um, the five star means us. you hate us. <laughs> and to Tim, for joining us. <laughs> I don't know why it took so long to click. I'm sorry. <laughs> Five stars. You hate us. Well done, Ben. <laughs> Strategy. Yeah, that's, that's good, Ben. That's good. Uh, Tim, thanks for being on, man. You should be on more often. I would love to be on. I love chin wagging with you, gents. Always a- yeah, your sexy voice just soothes my soul. You so, so- have low standards. <laughs> yeah. Why did you pick up on that? <laughs> oh no 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 Ben, you are creme de la creme. Yay. Words I don't really know what they mean, but they sound nice, so yay. Your voice sounds like a sexual tyrannosaurus, let's be serious. Uh, <laughs> I saw that tweet and I had to like it just because Oh man, I don't even know what that means, but I understand. <laughs> Uh, uh, you can ben. reach me on yeah. Gagalush at G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Sorry, I didn't realize I'm done. We went off on a tangent. <laughs> <Never done. again. laughs> Go ahead, Ben. Go ahead. Okay, thank you, Gary. Yeah, ben. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can cut that. First, I want to shout out to everyone who's listening to uh, Klaus, uh, everyone at Phoenix Down Radio. I'm looking forward to doing more podcasts on Fantasy 14 with Don Blood being so close. Um, uh, shout out to everyone listening. Shout out to Evolve Mail, aka your girlfriend's favorite streamer, and a shout out to uh, uh, Melstrom Radio. Yeah, I'll give a shout out to Melstrom Radio. Uh, you can contact me at Chili UK on Twitter or Ben Hall at PSU dot com, which is PlayStation Universe, the home of your PlayStation news, reviews, and features, and this podcast. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim. What about you? What do you got to say for yourself? <laughs> I have no justification for myself. <laughs> um, I would like to thank you guys for letting me be on. I'd love to be on. The Gary for the, the, the heartfelt, sincere statements about me. I kind of lost. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, listeners, of course, always, 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 for coming to PSU.com, home of reviews and things. Um, and I would also like to shout out Alfonso because I've missed him these last couple times he's been on. Yeah, he like ships in the night and all that. It's uh, it'll happen. It'll happen. Star-crossed podcasters. <laughs> so we have our core free, and then we have like a revolving door policy. It seems at the minute, so it's uh, everyone gets their turn. So. I like. I like it. It's good. Cool. What about um, you, Neil? Who are you shouting out? Who am I shouting out? Uh, I'm going <laughs> to shout out the boss man, 
Stephen Williamson, who has probably not listened this far, having now heard us say the word PSU.com so many times. <laughs> I mean, I wonder where Stephen works. Uh, just... It's PlayStation Universe, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think what are you talking about? So. Pandas at some place. I don't know. What you said? Yeah, PSU.com. We're pandas. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, a spiritual heart of the company, right? You know, he's not. Uh... He is our spiritual seagull. Yeah, he is the seagull. Spiritual panda. Yeah, yeah, the spiritual panda seagull. My God, this is uh, quite the grotesque mix. <laughs> He's panda. complicated, man. Yeah, he is. He's a panda seagull that likes dogs. It's just uh, VR porn. <laughs> He's complicated. It's not more complicated than that. <laughs> man bird panda. Yeah. Man um, bird panda. Man bird pig. Yeah. If you have any uh, podcasting type questions, uh, nil.psu.com. If you want to email me, that's probably the easiest way because I look at emails and Twitter's I Twitter. To them. Um, I look at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah I look. It's like it's one of the highlights of my day is looking through the psu.com emails and uh, seeing what's new. Usually, twenty different emails about Activision games, but uh, you didn't want to see. But, you never know. The odd thing in there is not, not surprising. Like a company might send you a nice goodie basket of stuff because you know we're very corrupt in this industry, and uh, even when we're not making any money. Hey, or, or uh, you might have got a goodie, but I've never got a single one. Ben, and you are the goodies. Yay! <laughs> you wake up to goodies. <laughs> your image. <laughs> uh, unless yes. Swainies decide to send me one for Fantasy Fourteen, which they should do. Uh, while they're uh, doing that, I would also like to dig back into that <laughs> offer, please. Thank you. Yeah, and you know, Konami, if, if you want to get in our good books, you could always like fly me out to the Champions League final next time for Pez. And uh, well, you, I, you need it to. You, know, you can't review unless you're, you can't review unless you're playing it. Remember? You yeah, can't review this a football is it. Game unless you're a footballer. So they this need to it. draft you into the team. Wait a minute. Fun fact, I've played at a Premier League stadium, so you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm actually qualified in this job. So. No other game, but just Pez. <laughs> uh, when Neil finally retires, he's just going to find a villa and have only for Pez. Yep, well, when he retires, it. he's going to have EA ship him in to talk about football. <laughs> he's going to be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's it. I'm going to be a pundit. And he's going to have a T-shirt in memory of Patelli. I could see you being like a, a British version of Australian announcer, that spoof announcer guy that's just profane. <laughs> I, I can see you doing that. It'd be fantastic. Yeah, probably good. It'd be fun. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, that's that's it for us. We'll be back with episode 171 next week of PlayStation Unchained, the official podcast of PSU.com. And it will not be about E3. Well, it probably will because like we're doing this now because inevitably the leaks will start happening big time next week. Yeah, I'm surprised so, they've not uh, leaked while we're doing this. They probably have. There's not a lot of leaking. There's not a lot of leaking. Um, apart from Ben's sexy top, apparently. <laughs> there, there was mm. once, always a leak there. <laughs> it's supposed to be leaked there. 
SNES Mini. Oh. Nintendo. And it's gone. <laughs> Not, by that, I mean Microsoft. Microsoft did that. <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> I, um, yeah, we shall see you, see you next week. Thank Bye, you. everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye.